0: what up mace what's up adam how you doing
1: i'm good man how are you
0: i'm doing great it's just a beautiful tuesday evening um ready to rock and roll
1: yeah i mean spring is like i mean i feel like it's not even spring down in the south i mean today was 80 degrees and it's march 7th i mean it's just it's I, i'm scared for what the summer's going to be um <coughs> i know in a good way it, i think it's Maybe supposed not. to be a little bit cooler tomorrow thankfully but it's just so warm i mean i hate to complain because my parents in uh, just outside of Chicago got snow the other day. So, you know, you know I, I'm not going to complain. My parents about in that Sedona, too. Really? Yeah. Surprisingly, Dang. they're getting Dang. crushed. Really? Yeah. I Although they get snow. Like, that's not that shocking out there, is it?
0: It is a little shocking, to be honest. Yeah. Because, you know, Arizona, Sedona, just uh, it is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I figured it'd be the desert, you know, and no snow ever, but the high mountains of Sedona. Hmm. I guess it gets it.
1: Yeah. More
0: often now than it was in the past, I feel like, too.
1: Yeah. Things are changing and, you know, it's just crazy. So, well, I think that today's episode is like perfect for this hot weather. You know, it feels like summer outside. And, uh, you know, episode 33 of the assemblage beverage podcast is cheers to cheap beers. Um, so cheers, Mason, so, we're both cheers. drinking what we classify as uh, cheap beer. Um, even though I like the word inexpensive better than cheap, uh, cause cheap sounds a little, you know, dicey, but, um, you know, we're going to be kind of yeah. talking about, um, you know, what classifies as a cheap beer we're going to kind of run through some of our favorites and then we're kind of going to kind of deep dive onto um, you know, all things cheap beer. So um, Mason, what qualifies as a cheap beer in your opinion? Yeah.
0: Yeah. In my opinion, there's a a lot of different classifications that could make a cheap beer. Um, You know, top one being, you know, just at your local gas station, like (laughs) that automatically, if you can find it right there and then, you know, it's not that expensive, you know, it's, it's a ready to drink, ready to enjoy kind of beer. Um, I think another big thing is just like, you know, one for the masses, you know, that kind of beer that you can get access almost anywhere in the gas station, at the grocery store, in your beer or wine shop, depending on what state you're in, you know, all these other different factors. Yeah. What other kind of factors do you think also make a cheap beer a cheap beer? Yeah, so I think... Or inexpensive, excuse
1: me. Yeah, inexpensive. No, we're, we're calling it che- cheers to cheap beer. So, um, you know, we're <clears> calling them cheap tonight. So, um, you know, for me, it's, again, those those gas station options. Um, you know, I think back a lot into college too, you know. You, you shop for beer at gas stations in college for some odd reason. Um, especially when you're just looking for that, like, one tall boy... Um, at the end of a, a long night or before a uh, long night, you know, you're kind of your pregame. Um, so that's another one. Like think beers that are available in larger formats. So, um, you know, whether it's the 22 ounce cans, the, I think it's a 30 ounce. And then they've got, of course, the forties. Um, yeah. Edward, Edward 40, 40 hands, jinx, <laughs> jinx. You owe me a cheap beer, Mason. Um, nah, all right. So, uh, yeah, anything that's kind of available in like those larger formats, because they're they're not microbreweries and, and high quality beers. They're not putting their beers into 40s. It's just you're never you're never going to find it. So, um, you know, definitely those large formats. And then kind of the last thing, in my opinion, is under a dollar per can or bottle, obviously talking about like a standard can or bottle of beer, not a 40, because if you can get a 40 for under a dollar. Uh, Maybe it's
0: worth it. That might be too cheap. That might be too (laughs) cheap.
1: Um, You you can't even get Uh, like a twenty two ounce of uh, four loco for that. So, um, you know, it might not be worth it. So, yeah, kind of under that uh, dollar dollar range. um, Some of them that we're going to be talking about today might be slightly over that, but I still think um, you know the the options that we chose are kind of inexpensive, cheap beer options, but also like the the mass produce kind of your. You know, most recognizable brands in the supermarket, and kind of like how you touched on, if you can find it at your local gas station or grocery store or a liquor store, it's you know, kind of in that in that world. Um, yeah. So, what are some of your top tier cheap beers, Mason?
0: Yeah. Um, well, you know, Modelo, being one of them, the one I'm drinking tonight. Um, I think Yingling. PBR cores, uh, coronas, um, Miller—you know, oh, there's so many. I like there. You there's almost like an ungodly amount of cheap beer that is out there that you can just go find anywhere. But those are some of the, I think my top ones that I can kind of think of off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, yeah, and. You know, we were kind of putting together a list and uh, I was like, man, we could our list could be so many because there's so many like regional things, too, that you you might not have here. But, you know, um, like there's just so many regional like cheap breweries that have been around forever, especially like up in Milwaukee. There's so many of them, Um, you know, some of my favorites, of course. What I'm drinking tonight, Miller High Life. Um, the champagne of bottled beers. Um, you know, some of my other favorites, Tecate, um, PBR. I think PBR actually is, is super solid, um, especially if you can get it on draft, which is not found all that often. But I've had it on draft a couple of times, and, like, it's it's quite nice. Um, you know, you've got your Keystones, your Natty Lights, which is Natural Light. Um, those are more, yeah, it's to it's me, natty. yeah, nat- Natty Lights. I don't know anyone who actually calls it Natural Light. Um uh, and those are more like honorable mentions for me because I really
0: don't yeah, normally drink those.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a a very like fraternity beer to drink. Like I think my brother drank a lot of like Natty and Keystones. Um Yeah. Cuz you could get like a 30 pack for like 10 bucks, you know. You're looking at like 33 cents a can. Um It's just You know, that's like the lows of the lows. So um, again, that's more of an honorable mention rather than our top tier cheap beer. Um, So Mason, like what, what, what would you say like makes a cheap beer? Like what are they?
0: Yeah, I think there's a, a lot of different kind of factors that all kind of revolve around a cheap beer. Um, but I think, you know, one accessibility is number one, like you finding it anywhere and everywhere. Um, I think it being made, uh, to drink really easily, just like crushing them back porch pounder status, you know, all day long. I think that kind of really makes it a a cheap kind of beer as well. And then it's just super easy to produce for, the production side for the and the people making it, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, you know, it's got to be easily produced in any kind of weather at any kind of time, everywhere and anywhere. And then also just being cost efficient overall for both sides, you know, that's got to be, like you just said, 33 cents a can. Well, how much product can you really put into that 33 cents a can? There's, there's not a whole lot you can actually add to that. So It's got to be able to be made really easily, really quickly and and wrapped out and pushed out right out the door.
1: Yeah. And you got to wonder, like, you know, especially and I don't know how much natural or I'm sorry, Natty Light actually is a can. But it's probably similar, you know, somewhere in that like 30 to 40 cents a can. So I think of it, you know, always in in like a business sense, because that's just how my mind works. Like if you're charging, say, 33 cents a can um, and it costs you. 15 cents you know you're only making 18 cents a can but i guess if you're selling millions and millions of cans every day or every week or however i guess it adds up but um i don't know i feel like it would just be easier to make a little bit more quality product that maybe costs a little bit more and then you can i don't don't know i just but they've been doing it for so long you know yeah and maybe that's you know if, if it ain't broke don't fix it because obviously right. they're they're making money because they're still around and they've been around for a long time um and that's kind of the same thing with all these cheap beers and i think that that's kind of like you know they're made for the masses they're easy to drink and for the most part they're all like relatively light beers right you don't really see any ipas being inexpensive because i mean yeah obviously you have the hops and you have a lot of time and effort that goes into that and it's it's Almost like a craft. Not saying that cheap beer isn't a craft, but it's a lot more cost-effective to produce. Um, So, and I I think that that's kind of just like a... Why they're all kind of like light beers. I think the one beer that's not... or, or I mean, not that it's heavy, but I feel like Yingling, it's really inexpensive, but it's almost... It's got a lot more weight to it. Like, it's almost... Like, it's yeah. amber in color. Um, again, there's it's also, not... Go
0: ahead. I was going to say, there's also, like, you know, for, like, the heavier, cheap beers that I can think of as Guinness, you know, it's a inexpensive and just dark brewed beer that I just I don't really like myself. i just not a big stout kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's
1: something that we both agree on. Like, the, the stouts and the porters are just not really for us. Um, yeah. There, I I can definitely appreciate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jinx jinx again. I you know definitely can appreciate him. So like, there's no hate towards them. It's just I would never go out and like buy one, Um, even in the dead of winter when it's freezing outside. Like, I just maybe wouldn't drink beer. You know, I would just drink something else. Um, Again, it's just somebody hands
0: one, I'll drink it. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, I'll choke it down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i'll and i'll bitch that it's not a high life the whole time but you know it is what it is. um so mason why are you choosing a cheap beer
0: well you know depends on what i'm doing but you know maybe i'm just trying to um go all night long you know <laughs> it was a party beer you know for college and so uh the damn dogs are yapping like crazy but uh it's a party beer you know and you just wanted to be able to have, keep drinking and still keep going all night long without getting too fucked up too quickly. You know, you want to be able to enjoy your entire evening and, um, not be done after just one or two <laughs> drinks. And, um, that's a big, you know, reason why, uh, for me to choose, uh, to go for a cheaper beer, but also, you know, just easy drinking, you mm-hmm. know, they're yeah. like, it's just so easy just to just, and your little ready AS- to
1: go. ASMR too. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, you know, just the fact that they're cheap, like enough said. You know, it it's a no-brainer. Um you know, if if you're on a budget or even like you know, I I pretty much exclusively drink cheap beer. Um not saying I only drink Miller High Life, but you know, pretty much when I'm going out unless I'm going to like a brewery, um you know, then I'll explore some more, but it's really just like that, that ease, you know, I know exactly what I'm getting. Um, they're easy to drink and, you know, they just have been around for a long time. So obviously they're doing something right. Um, it's. And again, I think for me, beer is always my it's, it's always been and I think it always will be kind of my. Chill thing, right? Like I have my level one Cicerone, but beer is not my passion. Um, you know, I, we've both spent a lot of time studying wine and you've spent a lot of time, you know, dealing with spirits and all that kind of stuff. And for me, beer is, has just always been that one thing, like after studying wine all day, like all I want to do is drink uh, a Coors Light or a Michelob Ultra or, a uh, you know, Miller High Life and just kind of like Okay, I don't have to think about this, you know. I don't have to pull out the complexities of this Miller High Life because really, there's none. Um, it's just something to kind of take the edge off and chill. And I think that that's kind of the reason that I always like a. It saves me money because I can I enjoy inexpensive beer, which gives me more of a budget to buy wine or or nice spirits or whatever it may be. Um, and I think that like for me, the I drink a lot. Of, oh, I used to drink a lot of beer. Now I'm trying to lose weight because I'm getting a little on the thicker side. But, um, <laughs> you know,
0: it's... It happens.
1: I'm really the only one who drinks in our in our household now. So, you know, if I don't really want to open a bottle of wine or have a cocktail because I'm too lazy to mix some ingredients together, meaning tequila and, and Topo Chico and a squeeze of lime. You know, it's just... It's really easy to just you know, take off the cap and, and go. Um, So I think that that's kind of another big reason. It's just like, it's convenient, it's inexpensive and it's single serving too. So you don't have to like open up a bottle of wine and hope someone will share a glass with you. Cause then you got to drink a whole bottle of wine or it's going to go bad.
0: Yeah. Or over pour and give yourself a four ounce pour instead of a two ounce pour. And then you're, Ooh, all right. I'm feeling great.
1: Yeah. So of, of all the beers that we mentioned, Mace, um, what are some of your favorites of those?
0: Um, so my favorite two of those are probably Modelo, as you can tell and Yingling. Um, Modelo is currently my house beer here, uh, now in North Carolina because my wife likes to drink it as well. You know, it's been around forever since 1925. Um, Mexico staple, um I think you know they you know made it really well and created it, and um, it's just easy drinking and delicious and crisp, especially if you you know pop a lime in it. I know some people are against it, but I I'm a hundred percent for it. Um, and then Yingling, um, which is you know been around for forever. Uh, America's first brewery, Um, you know, was already a hundred years old, basically right before prohibition started. And then, you know, actually turned a hundred during prohibition and still survived it and then made it all the way through. Um, So that's pretty amazing. 1829 is when it started. Um, So just absolutely crazy. Um, And then, you know, Yingling was our um, college room beer that mm-hmm. we always had. It was yep. just super easy, you know, crushable still, even though lager. So it's a little bit darker than most of the other beers. Um, I just, you know, I find joy in all of them. Um, especially, you know, just how many great memories come along with them too. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yingling, what about yours? Yeah. Ying, so yingling for me too. Cause I mean, that was kind of, when I was in my at my uh, externship in North Carolina, I was there with a lot of people from Pennsylvania. So, Yingling's from Pennsylvania, so they were always like, and I'd never had it, I think. I don't think we'd ever drank it our freshman year. Or maybe I've had it once or twice, but they're like, oh, have you had Yingling? And I'm like, no. And so, we basically only drank Yingling for like four months. Um, and so, I was like, wow, it's really good. You know, they would buy kegs of it and shit, and we would be stupid, but but again I I didn't you know it's it's part of like Pennsylvania culture at at least like drinking culture because it's you know they're very proud of it and and they should be because it's a delicious beer but um you know my personal favorite I think I talk about it in every fucking podcast that we do Miller High Life uh I've got it tatted on my leg and uh you know it's it's just got a special place in my heart it was um mine and my grandpa's favorite beer to drink together Um, He passed away in 2021, Um, so got that tattoo in his memory, Um, and you know, it's just a really solid beer. Um, I'm really happy that when I moved down to Georgia, like, a lot of the bars carry it down here, which is great, because I was, you know, coming from near Chicago, you're close to Milwaukee, where it's from, um, so everyone carries High Life, and I was worried that coming down here, like, no one would carry it, or everyone would think I'm crazy, I think people still think I'm crazy for like loving it, but um, at my last job, they they served it at the bar right around the corner from a, from the restaurant, and like it got to the point where everyone was drinking high life. Like we would nice. go out and everyone would be like, "Oh, high life's disgusting," and then within like four months, everyone's like, "Man, I could go for a high life," and I was like, "See, it's yeah. it's fucking good," and like it grows the. On you. You know, it, and it's weird because High Life is really like the only Miller product that I like. Um, I really don't like Miller Lite. I don't like, you know, MGD. I, I really don't like a lot of their their products, but High Life is solid. And um, I did a tour of the brewery with uh, Liv probably like 2019. And uh, really cool tour. It was like 10 bucks. And you got like two beers during the tour and they give you like this little like poker chip that you can take to any, like any bar in Wisconsin and get a free like Miller beer. Um, So it's like just the beers itself is pays for the, uh, pays for the tour. And they have, you know, they showed us all the places that they brew beer and then they actually have like a Miller high life um, in. And uh, during the tour, like, They have, it's, it's like an old school, like saloon on the, on the first floor. And then upstairs they have, they had rooms. It's like, you can't stay there anymore, but, um, on the first floor, they have high life on tap. And that's like one of the beers, like one of the pit stops, they pour you a, uh, high life on tap, which is my second favorite way of drinking it first being bottles, second tap third, and only in desperate situations out of a can, but, um,
0: no keg stands oh.
1: No, I I can't like, I I can't really like, I don't know. I've I think I've tried a keg stand once, and I think it like it all came out of my nose because I just can't <laughs> like. Yeah, it was bad. What about you, Mason? what's What's your uh, what's your uh, resume look like with keg stands?
0: Keg stand, uh, you know, just about five seconds. It's not too bad. Uh, it's not great, not bad, but it just you know bubbles up too quickly and. Um, that was at peak, you know. That yeah. Was, that was not, not anymore. Not anymore. I could probably <laughs> last a half a second, to be honest. Now. Yeah. But who knows? You know. God, if somebody's can... got a cake like, hey, stand for me to try, you know what? I'll give it a go. No problem.
1: Yeah, I can like feel the, like the bubbles in my nose just thinking about it, like. <laughs> and, and then, just, then like, it's burn. like all you smell then, for like the rest of the night too. Oh, right.
0: Yeah. So it's like not worth it, but at the same time, it is worth it.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like do when you can't when you unsuccessfully do a keg stand though it's almost like an alcoholic neti pot, you know, it, like clears <laughs> out your sinuses and stuff. And you like, know what? Actually, like, yeah. All I can smell is beer now, but I can breathe. Um, and for me, that's like a big thing because I like can't breathe out of my nose, so um, it's, uh, it's 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 a nice little like sinus cleanse. Um, that's that's good. Uh, alcoholic neti yeah. neti pot. I like that. that.
0: I like that one. That was a good one. Um, oh God! Uh, so
1: Mason, why did you like cheap beer and why do you still like cheap beer? And I mean, I know uh, we've kind of touched on this, but you know, kind of, kind of like
0: what's, yeah? why do you still like it? Yeah. You know why? I think we touched on why we, we used to drink it all the time. Just inexpensive. What's well, really easy to go. Um, why do I still drink it? You know, just like after a hard day at work or, um, uh, just a long long day you just want to have something crisp and easy and light um, and just want to sip on it it's hot outside you want to stand out on the porch you want to crack open the beer put the lime in it you know yep takes a nice sip and then not also get too drunk or you know early morning status you can you can drink it like you know as a breakfast beer and you know continue with your day no problem and it makes life really really easy to do you know you know getting ready to mow the grass and which Mm -hmm. i gotta do now uh crack open the beer start mowing the grass have a couple sips go back you know i think it refreshes your palate quite a bit i you know there's there's a lot of good reasons you know um
1: do you have like a little do you have like a little cup holder on your mower no, but that would
0: be a great attachment. I've got yeah. koozies, though. So, yeah. like, you know, koozies. I'm surprised I didn't put one on today, but I guess, you know. Did you get yourself a... Because
1: well. I know you you bought a house in uh, October, so you probably haven't had to mow, like, too, too much yet. Did you buy yourself First a rider time. mower? Or uh, do you have, like, nah, a push mower? Push mower. Yeah, do you, do you uh, at least Yeah. I, have I have wanted a rider out? mower.
0: <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Oh, but I got school. an electric one. Oh. It's nice. So not old school, old school. Yeah, you go like, but when you actually have an electric motor, you're like, you know what, I enjoy it and makes life easy. Just crank, push the button and it goes. Easy peasy. No gas. You don't have to to like
1: rip the rip the rip cord and like struggle with it.
0: No, not at all. You know, it's pretty simple. Uh, You know, you can set it up really quickly, disassemble it really quickly you know no grease no anything like that you have to worry about um uh, but it's really you know nice to just like have no like the, the worry that you think is the battery right it's gonna run out and whatnot but honestly it's got 45 minutes to an hour and that's enough hmm. for the half acre basically so it works it works perfectly nice now now it's just all about detail, and you know yeah Get your weed whacker out and stuff too. I got to get one of those now. Yeah. Uh,
1: I will say I, everything is so expensive, you know, I it's know. just ridiculous. I know. It's just the, what the, it is the it is. yeah, it's just the way of the world, unfortunately. Um, You know, for me, like I think, I think your wedding was kind of my wake up call that I'm getting old. <laughs> like even though, I, even though we're not that old, like And I was talking to your friend, Joe Grippo. Uh, I don't know if he's listening to this podcast, but we were talking about, you know, every time. Yeah. Shout out, Joe. Um, It was my first time meeting him. Super cool guy. Um, But we were talking and I think it was the day it was the brunch the day after your wedding. And um, we were talking about like how whenever we stand up, we like make like a sigh, you know, like, you know, like you got to. Uh, like muster (sighs) up the strength to get up and it's just like that's like the first sign of like getting old Uh, so now I'm like I'm just I'm like a 90 year old man right I like crack open my high life I like sigh sit in the chair kick my feet up and I'm like man I'm getting old Um, (laughs) it's so sad but you know I I welcome it at the same time because honestly like there's nothing wrong with it. Um, yeah. but yeah, that like that sigh, I, and I, I catch my, now that I've like acknowledged it, I catch myself doing it all the time. And I'm like, God damn it. What is wrong Why with do me? I keep doing it. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and I yeah. think I like just that crushability. like I'm a big, um, and I think it's a Midwestern thing. Cause when, when I moved on to Georgia, cause I like, we both love to play golf. Um, and it doesn't matter how early the tea time is on that first tea box. There is a beer cracked open. Like, I don't give a fuck if it's a 630 a.m. 7, 7 a.m. Tea time. Like, I'm cracking a beer on that first hole. Like, it's just I've got my Gatorade, maybe a coffee and I've got a beer. Like, I've got like three beverages going. Um, You're ready. Yeah. Which is like a weird, like upper downer electrolyte situation. But hey, it is what it is. You
0: know, um you gotta get yourself going maybe a red bull in there too little, no 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 red Jack bulls Daniels. for me no 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 no.
1: <laughs> i'm not an energy drink connoisseur it's just it messes with me too much i can drink like unlimited cups of coffee and be fine if i take like two sips of an energy drink my heart feels like it's gonna explode yeah but um i notice or i i didn't really notice but i was golfing with two older like gentlemen probably in their 70s, and uh, you know, it was Thursday morning at like 7 a.m. It was like the first tee time of the day, and and you know, I'm I was golfing solo, they they knew each other, so I had my own cart, they had their cart, and uh, you know, first tee, you know, we we drive off the first tee, and you know, I get to my ball and I crack open a beer and take a sip and then go and hit my shot couple of holes later you know I've had maybe two two three two tree beers and uh two tree beers. two tree beers and they're like you know this is they're like where are you are you are you from the Midwest and I was like yeah why and they're like because you know here in the south we don't really drink beer while we're golfing like we'll have you know we might stop at the turn and have like a whiskey Coke or something but like we don't really drink on the on the course you know or afterwards 19th hole. Um, you know, they'll go to the clubhouse and have, you know, a couple drinks or something like a spike Donald Palmer or something. But like, we don't really drink on the course. And I was like, why? That's the, that's like half the reason to go golf. It's like, depending on how you're playing some days, it's like golf is kind of the least importance, especially when you're playing bad. It's like, okay, it's a beautiful day. We're outside We're enjoying nature, maybe get sunburnt. drinking and then like Ugh. golf. If you're playing well, the golf kind of takes a little bit more, you know, priority, but um and then, you know, smoking a cigar too is like an unreal experience on the golf course. Especially like Black and Milds.
0: <laughs>
1: I love it. Black and Milds and you like know. cans of High Life or um or PBR, PBR on the golf course with a Black and Mild, it's like it's it. it's unreal. It's unreal. I'll just, I'll like chain smoke, like five black and miles on the course. It's, it's bad, but it's just so awesome. And, and that's the only time I smoke cigars. It's like when I'm golfing, but, um, uh, that, that combination on the golf course, and and you don't want to drink like super heavy or super expensive beer on the golf course too. Cause like half the time you like open it and then it sits in your worms. cup holder and it gets warm. So you want to just yeah. be able to like, choke it down and then crack a fresh one um you know if you're drinking like ipas on the golf course or like craft beer why yeah. It's it's got to be um, that cheap gas station and that's another good reason for the gas station beers too you know
0: on the way to the golf course on the way to the
1: golf course you know you stop you get your little starbucks uh, double shot and a couple tall boys of of uh pbr sneak them into your bag make sure the marshal doesn't find them on the way in and mm. you're set you're set and golden mason what's your what's you have marshals f- yeah in some courses
0: man every course i've been to out here has just been all right go ahead like a,
1: f- a free-for-all there's yeah. there's no one no that, like,
0: like you gotta check in and then right. somebody keeps the time going but like like They put a cooler on the side for you and everything.
1: Yeah, well, they don't have like someone driving around the course, you know, like making sure pace of play is uh, keeping up. Maybe maybe I just have never noticed. Yeah, you're too busy drinking your beer
0: and playing well. And
1: and, yeah, (laughs) Mason's a Mason's a secret ace. He's like shooting like four under and stuff on the course. Yeah, I'm not. I, probably because I drink beer. If I, were to, if I were to just not drink beer, I would probably be a lot better. But um, I think in my mind, the beer helps me play better. And no, I think no. it's true to a certain extent.
0: Until like you get power, like, right? yeah, you get a perfect shot. You're like terrible. Then you're perfect for a while. And then you're just terrible again. That's it. Yeah, you so, hit your
1: you hit your sweet spot for about like a half a beer, and then you're like you go from too sober to like too drunk, and then you're like, oh, there I go. Now I'm now I'm whiffing. I can't even hit the ball. Um, <laughs> Mason, what's kind of uh, your what's kind of your first memory or lack thereof um, drinking beer or inexpensive beer?
0: Yeah, well, I've got two first memories. Um, One, being in high school, just at one of my friend's parties, um, and just, like, crushing just can after can with all the the, the friends there, and everybody just, like, getting schloshed, and then everybody passing out on the floor, basically, of my friend's house, and, you know, that's what that was, you know? And you just don't remember, and you wake up, and you're, like, super hungover for, like, 20 minutes, and then you're... Up, ready to go again yeah
1: and those are the days. Those, days
0: those are the days back in those days and then the second one being in uh college and um honestly i think it was like right after the four loco spree that we had mm-hmm. you know crushing yinglings like crazy um i think i remember getting a 12 a pack with you and then our secret twelve pack that didn't actually exist in the trunk, mm-hmm. um, and just opening one, chatting, and then all of a sudden there was twelve in our twelve in the bag, ready to be thrown out, and we're like, "Where where are the rest?" And we realized it wasn't twelve; it was twenty four.
1: Yeah. And that, those little tiny college trash cans, too. They're like, you know, the size of like just a little bathroom trash can. So it's like you yeah. can really only fit maybe 12 crushed cans in there and then it's full. Yeah.
0: Gosh, <sighs> good times.
1: Anyways. I know. And another like another thing that I'm like getting old is like I'll have like three drinks now and I wake up and I'm like, man, I'm fucking hungover. Do you do you get that way or is it just me?
0: uh so so i think i just got used to it now when i'm just always hung over not really <laughs> actually, <like. laughs> yeah you can't be hung over if you just wake up drinking right right exactly
1: yeah I, i'm like man and maybe it's just because i don't drink enough water that could be it too you know i'm like i, have a I bad do drink habit a lot of water like, yeah i have a bad habit of just like i've one like a 40 ounce water bottle and like I'll drink one of those and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm set for the day. It's like, no, you're supposed to drink like four of those, or yeah. at least at least three of them. Um, I
0: think, I think it was after the Jello shot bowl mm-hmm. scenario that mm-hmm. I started building my water habit, one cup, one drink, and just never broke it.
1: Yeah, I've never gotten into that. It Seems like too much.
0: Too much liquid works out sometimes. (laughs) You do have to pee a lot. Yeah. Once you break that seal, that's it. It's over. Game over. You're peeing all night long.
1: Yeah. I think my first memory was probably college. Like, I didn't really drink beer until I got to college, and and really not even until like our, excuse me, our sophomore year. Um, because our freshman year we just basically drank four loco and like whatever people would get for us. Um. And then post extern, when we came back and we started living together and and that's kind of when we started drinking beer. Um, you know, I'd had it before, of course, but actually my my externship was probably like when I really started drinking because, again, the Yingling, um, all my all my friends down there drinking Ling. So, um, you know, it's just for me, it's very like you said, a very like memory provoking beverage because it's just like you remember like those college days and our our younger days not that we're that old but the the simpler times you know when when all you had to worry about in life was like how you're getting alcohol for the weekend or like oh i got my paycheck so i can go buy booze at the liquor store for this weekend and maybe if we're lucky we'll, we'll have a little bit left for the week um i just i think about back then like you know, we were making, I mean, it, it was a different time. Like we had a meal plan and everything like that, but we were, we were both worked at the same place. So we made the same amount of money. It was like what, 950 an hour, unless you worked Three. those like 530 AM shifts. And then I think you made like 15 bucks an hour. So like our paycheck after two weeks would be like 300 bucks if we were lucky. Right. Um, so it's absolutely nothing. And, and, and I feel like that money basically just went straight into like, booze and beer and maybe some meals on the weekend or something but like most of it went to alcohol um yep those are much Pretty simpler much. times now now we got grown-up bills and
0: <sighs> rent house payments sucks dogs
1: i mean it's good it's good i mean i, I don't want to say that it sucks but like it's good stuff it is it, all it is good, good stuff. stuff yeah and, and it's that...
0: being an adult but the simplistic simplicity, simplicity mm-hmm. Of that was nice back in the day.
1: Yeah, when you had no worries, you know, it's like, oh, I, I got paid today. I can go buy whatever shit. And, okay. Yeah.
0: Not worry about it.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, well. Hey, Perfect. we're moving on bigger and better. Bigger Same and better. For the next yeah.
1: now, now we're still drinking cheap beer, but we're talking on it or talking about it on a mic. So, you know, we made it. Um, we made it. <laughs> Mace, what's our question uh, of the day
0: for the listeners? All right. So the question of the day, I'm gonna pull this up real quick everybody. Mm, Boom, shakalaka. All right. (laughs) If you could only have one beer for the rest of your life, what would it be? And why did you choose it?
1: Yeah, what would your answer be, Mace?
0: Um, If I had one beer for the rest of my life, you know, probably would be Modelo um one easy drinking super nice you add a lime to a bottle it tastes great and then second it's my wife's favorite beer so (laughs) you know i win win because that means she'll actually have a drink with me periodically yeah it's a good choice thank you what's your choice uh bud light we already know (laughs) 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 we already know that answer no Uh, it's miller
1: high life uh I just wanted to catch you off guard there with Bud Light, which is easily the worst fucking light beer. That and Miller yeah. Light are f- terrible, but um, you know, going to crushable, Cubs game, yeah, going to Cubs games growing up though, like it was either Goose Island or Bud Light were like the two options, or Old Style, which is also that didn't even get mentioned. Old Style's like a classic one too. Um, See? <clears throat> yeah, it would be High Life. It's just so crushable. Um, Easy to drink, chill, doesn't need a lime. <laughs>
0: Ugh, uh, you know, you can hate on me all you want, but no, you know, I'm not I hating. enjoy my life
1: I'm not hating. It's just not for
0: me. But I
1: I feel I like it. I'm kind of the the outcast in that, you know, everyone likes beer in, or likes beer in their lime, likes lime in their beer. Um,
0: <clears throat> I always like a little beer in my lime.
1: Yeah, I, it's just not for me, and and I accept that. I get you. you know, like I love lime and I love citrus. It's just in beer.
0: Yeah,
1: nah. I could, I could, I could go without it. Um, Mace, what do you what do you say? We wrap this up. We actually might hit our time time period this this time yeah. instead of you um, know going way over. over so. Yeah. Um well, I I want to say before we wrap it up though our next podcast um which will be released in 2 weeks we are doing a really fun uh collaborative podcast with a uh, with a special guest slash will be a special guest on on his podcast. Um it's kind of like a dual podcast podcast that'll be released on both of our pages. So Stay tuned for that. Um, I won't spoil that too much, but um, I think we're recording that next week and it'll be out in two weeks from Thursday or two weeks from today if you're listening to this podcast on Thursday. Um, so should be really fun. Um, but until then, just make sure you like, subscribe, smash the subscribe button. Uh, you know, Smash it follow us right on social right. media share us with your with your mom with your friends with your fiance with your wife with your husband whoever isn't listening to this podcast share it with them because um you know we we appreciate we the listeners. support yeah we need listeners yeah and uh Ooh. you know make sure uh, you know you, you keep tuning in cuz we appreciate your um your feedback um but until next time I'm Adam
0: I'm Mason and let's and keep, keep on, on
1: blending. blending hell yeah we we got it, yeah, we got it for Woo! once, yeah.